the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. It is Open Line Friday. That means we'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about on Friday. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. That is the number. And uh, we'll talk about something. You got a Bible question. You want to just continue a conversation that we're having. Maybe there's a subject in the news that you want to talk about. We can do that. 888-528-2557. I've got some stuff that I will throw into the uh, the conversation at some point today. And, uh, you know, maybe, but I want to get to your calls. I've got a couple of you been holding for a while here, so just let me uh, I'm gonna grab Cliff's call. We were talking before the break about funny things that happened in an airline. Cliff, real quick, you got a story? Yes, I do. Um, a few years ago, I, I flew into Burbank Airport, and I had a speaking engagement in Palm Springs, and I had all my suits and clothes in a baggage. I went to the baggage claim. As soon as I got there... Some guy grabs it and starts running away. So I start chasing him, and the security was chasing me after him. He got in the car and drove away. Well, they said, well, sorry we couldn't do that, but they did get his driver's license number. They said, we'll call you in Palm Springs if we catch him. Sure enough, they caught him. They said, just come to the Burbank Airport when you're done with your speaking engagement, and we will uh, get that to you. Well, after the speaking engagement was forced on a Monday about noon, I went there, and nobody was there except this one cop, and he did not want to be there on that duty. And I told him the story, and I said, I just need to get my clothes. He said, no, you come back in an hour and a half. I said, well, I'm a doctor. I have a, uh, a surgical procedure in Ventura. I need to leave right now. I cannot do that. He goes, okay, okay, okay. And he was all mad at me. He says, what's in there? And I said, a blue sport coat right on top. He goes, anybody could have a blue sport coat. I, he any other identification? I said, yeah, there's a cassette tape in there, top right hand inside. And, and he goes, anybody can have a cassette tape. He says, what does it say on the tape? And this is a true story. The name of the tape was Pigs Don't Know Pigs Stink. And I told him that. I thought he was going to shoot me. And he just took the stuff and threw it at me across the table and walked away and said, get out of here. You know, I bet he's telling his own version of that story still to this day. At some point. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And that was actually the name of the tape. All right. A friend of mine made it. It was so funny. All right, Cliff. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. 888-528-2557. I was at Burbank Airport because a year ago, I lo- and I love Burbank because it's you know small. You just get out of the car, right on the plane. And uh, my parents were part of that whole Southwest fiasco that happened last Christmas, a year ago Christmas, where they, they all the flights got canceled, but your luggage went anyway. So my parents were flying here from Phoenix, but they didn't make it, but their luggage did, along with everyone else's luggage in the country. And the entire airport was covered in people's luggage, and it was not organized. They had no idea, and you, they just let you loose to go find it. And we spent, my mother and I spent, as I drove to Phoenix and picked them up and drove them back out here, 
And we spent a couple hours just looking for their bags in a sea of bags at the Burbank Airport, and uh, we found them. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, open line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about today, 888-528-2557. Rick and Escondido, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yeah, hi. Um, I just noticed this morning on the Cape Gray's website, uh, they were asking for prayer for the movie Ordinary Angels. Okay, the Cape Gray's is our San Diego station, if you're listening in the San Diego area, kprz.com. Yes. Um, So I did pray. And I did come and see the movie this afternoon. Uh, it affected me greatly because my wife was the 13th liver transplant in San Diego in 1991. Now, what's that movie about? Help us understand what that movie's about. The movie's about a little girl that's five years old. This takes place in 1993-94. She needed a liver transplant to keep on living. And what they went through to get it was something everyone should see. Hmm. Um, I would like to say that um, my, when, when my wife of 44, 45 years had her transplant in 91, we were told by the staff, the doctors, that um, she probably had 10 to 15 years to live. And uh, so we've been prepared for many years. And... Uh, Praise Jesus, my wife lasted 33 years. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. She, she just passed away December the 14th, hmm. and uh, it's kind of strange, but a month and a half before she passed away, our son, who was 41 years old, he was a professional, uh, a golf professional for 27 years, in perfect health, he um, up and had a sudden heart attack and die. So uh, anyway, my wife is reunited with our son and Jesus in paradise. So we're so happy about that. I just encourage everyone to please go see that movie. Um, And it really teaches some you about faith and uh, what God can do. I've heard that the also, movie that the movie it's not exactly a Christian movie, but it is a Christian movie, right? It's got a Christian message yeah. in it. It sure does. Yeah, uh, it, they're in church and uh, everything. Anyway, um, also please, who's ever listening, if you're not on the organ donor list, please get on the organ donor list and save somebody's life. You really can. Hey, Rick. Thank you. Rick, how you doing? Otherwise, you hanging in there? I'm doing great. I'm going to go find somebody that I can uh, loves me and can give me a big hug. So okay, um, I'm good. I'm good. All right, Rick. We appreciate you very much. Thanks for listening and for telling us that story. And I'm sorry to hear about your wife, but I'm glad she's with the Lord. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. Thank right. you very much. You're welcome, Rick. Bye bye. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557 is the number. You know, people are always going through stuff, and uh, that movie, I haven't seen it, and I don't know a lot about it, but I did hear that it's very good, that there's a Christian, it's not a Christian movie, like it's not one that we're going to say, hey, go see this because it's a Christian 
you know, specifically like Jesus Revolution or something. But it's a what I've heard is it's a very good movie and it does have a Christian message. And they didn't, from what I understand, is sometimes they they skirt that in movies. Sometimes, like if it's a big part of it, like I remember what was the Johnny Cash one a few years ago, uh, Walk the Line, right? Uh, and Walk the Line was a about Johnny Cash, pretty good movie. But in the real Johnny Cash story, the real life, he gets saved. And it saves his life. He was in the drugs and alcohol, all kinds of stuff. And he credited his his salvation and going to church and the fact that the uh, Carter family drug him to church. Some of us have a drug problem because we're drugged to church, but that can be okay. In his case, it was. And in the movie, they they show a scene briefly where he's going to church and it kind of shows the church sign, but that's all they mentioned it. And I thought, you know, actually his faith and uh, what happened to him in his uh when he got saved, was a huge part of why he did better. And uh, anyway, I've heard that this movie, Ordinary Angels, is pretty good. You, If you've seen it, uh, you know, tell somebody about it if it's any good. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about, 888-528-2557. Last night... Did you see the uh, the rocket that got shot off from Vandenberg Space Force Base? Did you see that? Do you ever watch that, uh, Josh? You ever check that out? Not really. I didn't even know about it. I si- well, most of the time we don't, right? I signed up for uh, I follow SpaceX, which is uh, Elon Musk's company that's launching uh, so many of those rockets, and they launch from Vandenberg right here on the uh, the left coast. And uh, it's you know it's far enough up north where it's up there, but the rockets you can see them if it's a clear night. And sometimes if it if it takes off a little bit earlier in the evening, it's when you get that weird streak going through the sky. Have you ever seen that? Oh yeah. Anyway, I got this I got this note yesterday on my phone. Hey, the rocket's going off because I follow them on the Twitter or the X. It's hard to call it X. I know. It's it like, just Twitter. What's wrong with that? I, I like tweet is so easy to say. I it's much better that. than the Does plain I, old post. I X that or I don't know. I mean, or, <laughs> what do they say instead of tweet? They say post. That's right. Which yeah. is just generic. I mean, post-brand cereal. You know? Anyway, uh, obviously, uh, Josh and I know more than Elon Musk about how to run a business. That's why we're <laughs> sitting here. Uh, 888-528-2557. Anyway, though, I got that notice, and I went outside of the porch, and I watched it. I watched it with my whole family, and uh, it's pretty cool. I don't know why. It's just a rocket. We've seen this before. Uh, but that is uh, – it's a fun thing. And uh, speaking of that, for the first time since I think 1970-something, uh, the United States landed on the moon yesterday. We landed on the moon! We did. We we put uh, – not a person, but we put a robot on the moon uh, for the first time uh, yesterday. And uh, you know what I noticed with that is that uh, according to uh, uh, a website I was looking at, that – Device NASA won the gave the award to a company that uh, did that. The company's called Intuitive Machines for 118 million dollars. That's all it cost. 118. They did it for that. 118 million dollars. That's like one third of the uh, the cost of uh, Donald Trump's penalty for uh, overextending how many square feet his apartment was or something. Uh, <laughs> think about that to put that into perspective, right? Uh, that's probably not going to last that whole thing. Anyway, we, we went to the moon. Would you go to the moon? Like, would you, or even in space? Cause I've had this thought that the way things are going, eventually we'll have space planes. I know we just talked about planes in the last half hour. I don't know. I have that on my brain. Maybe I need to take a trip, but it is, uh, a incredible thing that 
maybe some of us or our kids, grandkids probably for sure, will go into space. It'll be a normal thing. And they say you can go from L.A. to Paris in two hours by uh, by going through space. And would you do that? You could go to Paris for lunch or something, I guess. Do you look forward to that? Would you go to the moon if they start asking people to go live on the moon? That's the goal, right? A base on the moon. That's what they're actually actually talking about. 888-528-2557. Would you like to do that? Is that something that is in your uh, – that you, you hear about that and you, deep down you say, yeah, I'd like to do that. I'd like to leave the surly bounds of Earth and land on the moon and live there. 888-528-2557. Zach in Fallbrook, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, how's it going, Scott? Good, Zach. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, just calling in to pick up on that uh, moon landing stuff and just traveling through space. I've been listening and uh, hearing you talk about Elon Musk inspired me to call. Well, what do you think about that? Would you go to the moon? Is that something that's interesting for you to go into space one day? You know what? I, I think it would be interesting to go one day, you know, if it was like maybe a couple of days. You know, go up there with your wife or something and hang out. And <laughs> go to the moon work. for like a day for like a vacation with your wife? Yeah, just just to, just to go and look at the earth from, you know, God's perspective. I think it would be pretty cool. You know, the uh, the first astronauts, when they uh, made it to the moon and they didn't land, they just they orbited it, right? That was the Apollo 8, I think. Right. They were inspired to read the creation story, and there's recording of that. You can hear them just read, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. That was their response. It's such a uh, an awesome thing. I think I would feel like I was really far away, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be pretty uh, out, of, out of contact with the earth, but uh, it, that's an amazing story. I love that story, one of my favorites in Genesis. Yeah. It really is. Well, Zach, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Uh, would you go to the moon? Just a, It's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. But I've just thought about this, that that you know that flight, seeing the Chinese government is doing something. They've got something on the other side of the moon. Wouldn't it be weird if we suddenly go to war on the moon? Is that what's happening? Maybe that's why your phones went out yesterday, because, you know, they're saying it was a state actor. Okay. 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show. We talk about issues of the day uh, from a Christian perspective. We've been having a lot of fun today, and that's uh, it is okay to have fun, right? We can uh, we can be... There's nothing wrong with that, right? Where's that thing? What's wrong with that? I need to be quicker at uh, you know, to getting uh, the, the Arnold stuff, uh, you know, out here. I have the energy. I have the intelligence. I have the know-how. And uh, to go to the moon. He went to Mars. If you ever saw that movie, 888-528-2557, Pastor Scott Show. Would you go to the moon? My, I've thought about this so that my kids will one day go into space, that being an astronaut, I guess you wouldn't call it that. You're just a passenger. They're already doing it, right? These companies, Virgin Atlantic's version, they went out of business, I think. But the Amazon people are sending you up into space, the Jeff Bezos company, what's called Blue Origin, I think, and the Elon Musk company, SpaceX, is way ahead on this. They're already taking people, uh, you know, to the space station, and I think they're going to take you ultimately to the moon. Would you do that? Is there, do you have any desire for that? I don't, but I don't have the desire to, like, jump out of a plane either with a parachute or without one, in case you're wondering. Uh, That's not something I feel like I have to check off my bucket list, but I think that it is an interesting thing. 
that space flight could become a normal way of life. I I wonder, too, about that just from a – I don't know if there's anything spiritual from a standpoint of what does God think about that. I tend to think that God does like that his creature has the ability to put thoughts together and learn math and learn the science to be able to accomplish these things. And when I watched that rocket take off yesterday, I wanted my kids to go out there and see that because it's an accomplishment. You know, it is an accomplishment. And then you watch it. You can watch it online and you can watch the the booster rocket will land on the pad. So you can we had a phone out there. And so we're watching it live. We can see the rocket take off. If you're whenever this happens, if you're in Southern California, if the sky is clear, you should be able to see it. Just look west. Uh, and you just you can usually see that. And especially if it's earlier in the evening, you'll get a pretty good view of it. But I wanted them to see that because of the math that's involved, the engineering that's involved. Uh, the it's extraordinary that human beings can do that. I think God likes that. You know, I think I think the idea that the when the astronauts went around the moon in Apollo 8 and they were inspired to read from Scripture, I think that's God honoring. Uh, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, rocket companies are doing it to honor God. They're not. But I think that human beings, um, I think that's something that's uh, pleasing to God when we are able to accomplish something. Uh, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. It's open phone Friday. We'll take your call on anything at all. 888-528-2557. David in West L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Pastor Scott. Hi, David. Um, this is David. You know, I do. I, I, I don't particularly want to go to the moon, but I wish they'd send the orange Jesus to the moon. You're, you're, not, a, here's my, <laughs> you're not a fan of uh, Mr. Trump. I get you know that impression. Because, yeah, m- many people are not. But, I, you know, in fact, most of the country voted against him. Even though he won the presidency by the Electoral College, he lost by five million votes. Well, all but of anyhow, that was in Los Angeles, though, pretty much. Anyway, oh, yeah. go ahead. Not arguing okay. with you about Anyhow, it. Well, no, no, no. I, know. I understand that you couldn't say anything bad about Trump or you would be fired from Salem Radio. That's not true. That, that is not point. true. No, that's absolutely not true. Oh, absolutely. In fact, uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. One Salem host. Well, well no, let me ask. Uh, All right, David, I can't have you on the phone if you're, gonna, if you're just going to say stuff like that. So get to your point. No, your no, point I'm is not. probably a good here's one. My point. No, here's my point. I'm sorry for the other stuff. Yeah, all right. Go um, ahead. Okay, here's a hypothetical. Let's say Trump... The reason I'm bringing this up is only because Mitt Romney, who's somebody I incredibly admire, said this week he couldn't vote for Trump because of the sexual assault that he was guilty of. And Mitt Romney is a Harvard-educated lawyer and MBA, so he's not a dummy, right? But I'm just asking you hypothetically. Let's say it was true. Let's say the charges that he was convicted of against Gene Carroll and uh, Stormy Daniels were true. Would that disqualify him in your mind for presidency? Does that dis- does that kind of behavior that somebody does disqualify them for the presidency if it's in its worst case? If Donald Trump did those things, do those things disqualify Donald Trump for the presidency? I'm just asking a question if they're true. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. you believe they're true, if they're true. It's a great question, question, and I think people... Uh, I think the yeah, funny thing, David, I was thinking about that earlier today because I was I don't remember the context of it, but I was thinking that in the 1990s, there was something else, some other thing. Uh, most people would have said, well, maybe I should say the 80s, that it would have disqualified them. Most people on all sides would not have gone for that. 
Um, and I remember George H.W. Bush, who ran against Bill Clinton, and I had the opportunity to uh, meet him. And uh, I actually had asked him about that election. I was a kid, right? And he was very convincing that Americans would not vote for Bill Clinton because of his reputation as a uh, womanizer. And he was wrong, turned out. Uh, so my view is that character matters, that all of those things come into play, whether it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden or any other person. You know, whether it disqualifies somebody for leadership is, you know, everybody's got sins, uh, but those things are pretty terrible. And if they're still going on, I, you know, for sure I would say that. Um, how long do you have to go and repent if that's the case, theoretically? and still be held accountable for that is a harder question, right? How long, you know, if that happened, uh, what, that Gene Carroll thing was, what, 30 years ago or something, or 20 years ago? Um, uh, the uh, Stormy Daniels thing was 10 years ago, maybe, or 12? 14, I think, maybe. I don't remember. Right. You know, but that's part of it. Is, is this a current behavioral problem? If so, then I say for sure you're out. Uh, if it's old, I guess I would have to think, you know, how long do I want my sins held against me? Um, do I have the opportunity to change? Have I really changed? You know, has that person actually changed? So that would, that's one of the things I think about. But I do think that as a country we've changed and that we don't seem to care about that. And I think that we, we should care a lot more about the character of our leaders in general whether it be sexual behavior or the things they say, whether or not they're true or false. Um, and I think we're in a lot of trouble because I don't think we care as much as we should about character matters. Oh, I'm way over. Pastor Scott Show, we're out. David, thanks for calling Pastor Scott Show. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Once I was checking a bag, and the guy by the counter, he sees my ticket says Nathan, the license says Nathaniel, and he was like, this is not good. (laughs) He goes, these names don't match. And I was like, but they match, right? Like, you can see the leap that we took to get from one to the other. And he's like, but they're not the same. I was like, but they're the same. And... I'm realizing he cannot find out people call me Nate at that point. I mean, he can't handle that. He's going to call the police over to be like, there's a guy with three names trying to fly right here. If you guys want to just shoot him from over there or something. So I was like, what do you want me to do? And he goes, you should go home. That's all I got. Is like, I said, look, I'll give you that those names don't match. But what I think is going to help a ton is the picture on the ID. Something that I've always loved that they did. And I think... With 70% of that name matching and 100% face, it's 170%. I think I'll get through it. That is comedian Nate Bargatze. We've been talking about, uh, you know, flights today, and uh, maybe you're going to go to the moon because we've landed on the moon. We're going to start sending people there pretty soon. We landed on the moon! Do you think that they're going to lose your luggage and it winds up on the moon? Like you're flying, you know, you're flying from L.A. to uh, Chicago, and you get there, and you wait there at the... uh, baggage claim and your luggage doesn't come down so you go over to the little room and uh they track your luggage and it's in the sea of tranquility somewhere up there (laughs) is that coming that might be coming all right pat this is the pastor scott show it's open phone friday 
talk about anything you'd like to talk about. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. There's a clip going around uh, the Internet today. Uh, on a lot of the social media, and uh, this is it. And the one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. That uh, is a statement that was made by uh, MSNBC uh, reporter, and uh, her – I'm trying to pronounce her name. It's Heidi, uh, and uh, her last name – do you know how to pronounce that, uh, Josh? Her last name is uh, Prisbyla? Prisbyla? I don't know. It's P-R-Z-B-Y-L-A. It's a Polish name, Prisbilla. Yeah, I'll bet that was fun in school. I know. Right? She probably, uh, <laughs> you know, but I bet she learned how to spell quicker than a lot of people uh, because of that. 888-528-2557. But she makes this statement, and she complete. there's a whole lot of things she says. And actually, I want to go through the context. This is the this is the one that you're probably seeing on your social social media. And the one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that re- not, unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, mm-hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Now, see... The the main reason that that is going around is because the way our country is founded and the thinking going back all the way back to the Greek philosophers, by the way, when you really get into it, is that the subject of human rights is one that if you believe they come from God or natural law or something above the government – then they can't be taken away. They are something that's intrinsic to who we are as human beings. So in the United States, our rights are given to us by our creator. You know, Thomas Jefferson didn't just come up with that, you know, out of the blue somewhere. He is following hundreds of years of philosophy and idea that brought us to the point of the United States We realize that all men are created equal and they are given certain inalienable rights endowed by their creator. And the whole idea is that rights have always come from government until we realize that they don't. It elevates human beings. See, it elevates us to uh, a status that's important, a status that's made by God. Now, there's all kinds of different arguments. Some people don't believe in God or they have different views about God. and, And then you get into some other conversation. If there's no God... Uh, or if you don't believe in the Christian God or your your religious view sort of doesn't fit that narrative, how do you still hold human beings with value? And that's difficult, in my opinion, if you don't believe in a God who's the creator, who created us in his image to be special. But you go all the way back to Plato, Socrates, Aristotle, those guys. There's all kinds of writings about that. And then you go through the history of natural law, and some of you took classes and you did all kinds of things uh, um in so many different ways. It is uh, astonishing that a reporter would say that, but it's also something that I'm afraid that we actually think these days. Because if you get rid of God, if you take him out of the conversation, if you start to say that there is no God or that God is not uh, very important, you have lost the entire foundation of our whole civilization. Seeing it isn't to say that we are perfect in upholding human rights, obviously. But what was the belief, the founding beliefs 
of the abolitionists of slavery. Abolitionism started before the founding of the United States, by the way, by Christian people primarily who are saying this is clearly wrong. It is clearly wrong to enslave people. And at that period of time, you know, 17th century people, the entire history of the world, people enslaved people. It's always been a thing. And now you're saying it's not a thing? Yes, because that understanding became very, very clear with with the understanding that civil rights come from God and not government or kings or pharaohs or whoever. See, and, and one of the things that was a big part of our founding, this is important for us to know, a big part of our founding was the the disagreement with what was called the divine right of the monarch, meaning that God chooses all the leaders, and he does. He chooses the leader. I absolutely believe that scripturally. But there's nothing scripturally that says that as the leader, no one can oppose you or tell you that you're doing your job wrong. There's no one that says, you know, that leader, immoral leaders have to remain in power or that everybody has to submit to leaders who they themselves are not submitting to the law or to uh, what they ought to do as decent human beings. And that was one of the things that the founders were rejecting in the revolution against the monarch, against King George, that, hey, You know, the whole notion that for years in Europe and around the world, but the Christian notion that was there before was that, oh, you have the divine right of the monarchy. We can't oppose them. And the theology and the idea was, you know what? That's wrong. Uh, There is a time. There is a time that comes when you can oppose uh, those people in power. In our country, the way we should do it is through the ballot box, right? That's why they developed the country the way it is and with checks and balances and all kinds of things. A lot of that had to do with their understanding of natural law and Christian theology that led them to believe that rights don't come from government. They come from God. And that is something that is so vitally important for us all to understand. So that, And people have tried that if you don't believe in God, you don't have to have a particular religion to believe that. It's just, I don't really understand how you do it. All right. But you have a, a whole history of the study of, of natural law, and it goes all the way back to ancient times where you, you read about natural justice and the inherent nature of things in Greek philosophy, and then you've got Stoicism, Roman law, a whole lot of stuff, and then you have Christian thought and the Judeo-Christian way of thinking, which eventually led to that whole idea that, wait a second, human beings have rights. Human beings are special, and that is what led to our founding the way we were. And to say that they come from Congress, honestly, do you want your rights to come from Congress, Republican or Democrat? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. All right, we'll probably, we may talk about that more a little bit later because there's so much more in that, that whole statement there that was, that I think is interesting um, because it also gives the, the, uh, the point of view about Christians in general. And she goes into you, and maybe I'll get to this today or maybe I won't till Monday. I think it's important for us to understand. It's open phone Friday, so we talk about whatever it is you talk about. So I do let you change the subject. But I think is, the point, since that clip is going around everywhere, is that we really need to understand where our rights come from. Because if you think they come from the government, then you're going to lose your rights. 
right? If you think that the government is the one who grants you the right to be a parent or grants you the right to be uh, a citizen or free speech or freedom of the press or the freedom to worship or the freedom to assemble, those if they only come from the government, if that's your attitude, then they can be taken away by the same government, which is all of human history. That has been shown to be the case unless you believe something different. 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Destiny in Huntington Beach, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello, Pastor Scott. I was thinking about the going to space thing. I would death go. I love to float you in would. water. So. so you'd like to float in, in weightlessness. Yes. And I've never had fear because I know where I'm going, yeah. So I don't even care if I lose my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pack for outer space? I don't know. Lightly, yeah. I would hope. Probably, but uh, I'm sure there's somebody who's going to go over the weight limit, even though it's weightless. I would argue well, the whole weight limit thing if I'm going outer space, probably. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Well, Destiny, thanks for calling about that. I was curious about uh, what people feel about it, and I think you have to have a sense of of adventure and a sense of, of peace about what happens if things go wrong. And for the believer, you know, like you said, if it goes wrong, then you get to go be with Jesus forever. And that's yeah. not a bad deal. Thank you, Destiny, yeah. for calling the Pastor Scott Show. we got to go to a break. The number is 888-528-2557, open line Friday. Uh, David and Pete and others, I see your calls. We'll get to them as we come back. You can follow us on the Pastor Scott Show on uh, social media, including now Rumble at Pastor Scott Show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Pastor Scott Show. Give us a follow. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. I believe all Americans are born with certain inalienable rights. As a child of God, I believe my rights are not derived from the Constitution. My rights are not derived from any government. My rights are not derived from any majority. My rights are because I exist. I have certain rights. That they're given to me and each of my fellow citizens by our Creator. And they represent the essence of human dignity. That is Joe Biden explaining where our rights come from. He must be a Christian nationalist uh, at some point. Uh, Welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. The NBC, MSNBC reporter who was talking, who said that our rights come from government and that you're a Christian nationalist and you've got some kind of uh, terrible agenda if you believe that. She doesn't understand American history or any history. And she talks about some Christian groups. Some of them are bad. Yeah, we'll get into that another time. But uh, she's right. You know, there's certain people. Uh, the only thing she's right about, some are bad. She's wrong about the number of those people. There's five of those people, uh, comparatively speaking. But... To it's a scary thing if we have moved to a place, and you just heard Joe Biden correctly saying that our rights come from God. That's what we've always believed as Americans. That's a big part of of where freedom comes from. As soon as you give the power to grant or take away rights to the government, now you're, there's obviously things that we argue about, right? We argue about you know today abortion or gay marriage or uh, other things that are sort of moral questions, and there are people on different sides of that who are still arguing for what's right with human dignity. But the foundation of that argument is still saying what is God saying, uh, you know, in those areas. It's not. The wrong argument is to give government the right to determine that. And that's, I think, one of the reasons that we have problems, so many problems in division today, is that you have a new 
way of thinking that the that we have not seen in our country that doesn't believe in God that is suspicious of any spiritual belief at all probably uh and then equates anything bad that religious people do to all religious people and that is that's a huge problem and then to the founding uh, ideas of the country uh it's a bad thing 888-528-2557 it is open line friday <laughs> talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about 888-528-2557 david in la welcome to the pastor scott show hello hi david hi um i have a quick subject to that just a quick question i I thank god for your program but i noticed the media and um i normally don't i only watch the local news west coast because of the weather but I noticed I I've noticed a, a program that I watch is uh, uh, Nation News out of Atlanta. I think that's called. Okay. And they have this topic. topic probably yeah, it's probably News Nation. The, the, yeah, News Nation. And they have uh, the Hill, and they usually get a panel of people, and they talk about different subjects in regards. But I, I noticed the, the gentleman who's a commentator. He's pretty open and straight kind of puts things and i noticed that on the west coast they don't do that they the narrative is always kind of side it's not being transparent about a lot of things in, in the news just, yeah, yeah it's just kind of it's kind of like being herded over here on the west coast you're going to get the same thing but i noticed another program scripts news they're similar to news nation and, uh, you know, they get to subjects that normally a lot of people don't want to hear about. Well, one of the things that I recommend people do is that you don't stick with just one news source, that you look around and that you, you judge them. You try to judge them fairly to find out what's real. Because, you know, if you watch the different – if you watch the big cable stations, Fox, MSNBC, CNN, yeah. you know, sometimes you think you're living in different countries on different stations. They're not covering the same thing or they cover the same thing completely differently. Um, when they all cover the same thing, I think there's more of a chance, and, and the same way, there's more of a chance it's actually truth. Um, and, you know, there's going to be biases that are on purpose. Most of those stations are deliberately left-leaning or right-leaning. And then some of these news sources come out, and they're trying to be middle of the road or fair and balanced, as they say. But everybody's got a, a everybody's got a bias somewhere that's going to come out. But I think that real journalists would do a better job to really come out and say, these are the things that are important and this is what is true. And I'm not familiar with uh, maybe the show that you're talking about, but um, it's just something to be aware of. And this is not something that's new. It's something that's always true, been true about media is that it's there to manipulate. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a former veteran of the Marine Corps. And the thing is, is that, you know, I've been overseas and I've done a few things and I did what I was supposed to do. But in reality, I noticed when it um, was it uh, news, news nation, I guess. I don't yeah, know, whatever. Nation news or, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> out of Atlanta. They brought up an interesting program in regards to the October 7th uh-huh. assault on Israel. Okay. And they they viewed it. Uh, they had a, a a film. They viewed it, and it was all done by um, 
the tele, uh, telephone on yeah. live video. I want to get to some other calls. So what what did they say about it here? They it was refreshing to see them about that, and then they were promoting it. It was in New York City, and uh, and I'm surprised I didn't hear anything like that on the media on the West Coast. Yeah, well, a lot of the uh, network news is just, uh, like you said, they're reading scripts. And uh, some people put together, I appreciate your call, David, some people put together clips of different news broadcasts, really not just on the coast, but everywhere, where the same word-for-word thing is being said and read by um, lots of different newscasters across the country. And you go, how many people really are writing the news? Is it one guy? Sometimes it's one guy. And uh, that's that's really scary. That's why I think you need a, a breadth of different things to try to figure out what's true. 888-528-2557. Peter in Thousand Oaks, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott, how's it going? Uh, very good. Hey, so going back to that lady that said that the government is the one that gives us our rights, right. or that our come from us. Yeah, I like to, I was telling your screener. I like to look at things as simply as possible, you know. Yeah. And the, the reality is, is the government is just consists of a bunch of people. It's not a physical thing. It's just a bunch of people. That's right. Who who gave those people the rights? They didn't create these rights and you know decide to hand them to us like. That just takes a huge ego to think that they were the ones that created these rights to to give to us. Well, right yeah, now. and to think that you, by virtue of however you came to power, are the ones who grant or take away rights, and that you know that's something that honestly all of human history has wrestled with that until the United States, um, and that's something that is incredible about our country is that we realize that rights come from God. That's why we say things like in the pledge, "We're you know one nation under God." Um, you know, our motto is in God we trust. Yes, that was put on the money to fight the Russians in the 1950s, but it's also something we have always said. It's in the uh, second verse of the national anthem, I think. And there's other places where you find that, that there is a sense. Um, you know, when people say we're a, a Christian nation, we are with the standpoint of being founded on Judeo-Christian principles. And most of the people who founded the country were Christians, and they realized as Christians that forcing people to be Christian isn't Christian either. So we're going to have freedom of religion, meaning that the state can't determine your religion for you, which also had been done for a long time. Peter, thanks for calling. And, uh, you know, it's important that we grasp this because it's being taken away, that when you have a reporter on MSNBC, we might get to that next week. It's, it's a longer discussion, but you know, she actually says in the beginning of it, uh, I consulted experts. I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't consult. You didn't even consult Wikipedia. You didn't do anything. Uh, you're wrong about that. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. John and Glendale, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Okay. Um, the question I, I'd like to ask you about, and that was, a, that was a very interesting clip that you just put on there. The uh, Joe Biden uh, clip? The Joe Biden clip, I guess that's when he was senator, if I'm correct. Probably. Right? Where do we get that? How long ago was that? He sounds pretty young there. Yeah, I know. He definitely yeah. does. Okay, my, my question to you is that what do you think um, happened? Um, I, I'll tell you why. I mean, because I remember when he was a senator from from Delaware for many years, um, you know, he had a very good, you know, Catholic he, – he, he espouses Catholic values, and um, he was pretty pro-life. Yes. Now, why do you think as president, right now as president, 
he's taking these very opposite positions. Um, he he's he is, I, I would I would think very, uh, you know, pro-abortion, and I, I mean, he almost even using the justice system to go after Christians. It almost seems like that. Why do you think he's changed so much? You know, I don't. A lot of people ask that, and I don't know why he's changed so much. You, you are right that if you go back in Joe Biden's career, uh, you will find a lot of statements where he's he's a Democrat. He's on the left of things, but uh, you know, until 2011, he was very much opposed to gay marriage. Uh, he was not. He wouldn't call himself. I don't know at any point pro life, but he was definitely. Uh, not for abortion. You know, Democrats used to be. Well, uh, for the high, if you remember, he was for the Hyde Amendment. Right. That and that, that's yeah. that's so that uh, federal money can't be used to pay for abortions. Is that right? Exactly. I remember that now correctly. Against it. Yeah, yeah, and he was against exactly. it. So why is why you know today? And this is a this is a true thing. I think you have to understand that. Uh, and we're almost out of time here. Appreciate your call, John. Joe Biden is very, very, very far left in a lot of different things, even so much as uh, paying off student loans and other things that, uh, you know, that's your money to pay off other people's loans. In many cases, people who have college degrees now because of it. There's, there are so many questions and we, we don't really know, you know, why the change, did he change? Lots of different theories and we don't even have time for it. At the end of the day, folks, the, the scriptures tell us to pray for the president. And when you pray for your leaders, you don't pray that they do everything they want to do or that they're successful in the wrong things. You pray that they change their mind back. So if you want to pray for uh, Biden or any one of your leaders, pray that they seek the Lord and they change their mind where they are wrong or immoral, all of those things. We're out of time for today. I won't get to the rest of your calls. This is the Pastor Scott Show. You can follow us at Pastor Scott Show on all of the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok, and all of them at Pastor Scott Show. See you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.